you are an entrepreneur, a professional, a speaker, or a coach, and although you've come a long way, it's time for you to take it to the next level. We've got you. This is the Author to Authority Podcast. We'll help you use authority and influencer marketing to build your business stronger and faster by publishing a book. You'll hear from guests that are thought leaders in sales, marketing, networking, communication, social media, promotion, and business leadership. Let's do it. This is the Author to Authority Podcast. And now your host, the extraordinary word ninja, Kim Thompson Pinder. Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I am so thrilled to have Latanya with us today because she is a podcast manager and I've been watching her on, on LinkedIn and she's pretty impressive. And I asked her if she'd be willing to come on here today and just share with you about the benefits of what a podcast can do when you're an author. So I was so excited that she said yes. And she is a podcast solutionist, assisting authors, coaches, and entrepreneurs. She's an elementary school teacher turned podcast producer. And she is your solution for everything podcast. And she went from teaching the fundamentals of ABCs to rocking and strategizing podcasts. And she's got a very hands-on approach for helping you to be able to create a podcast that is just going to really help you in your business and also as an author. So welcome to the show, LaTanya. Thank you. Thank you very much. So LaTanya, tell us a little bit about yourself. How did, how did you go from being a teacher to a podcast producer? Well, as many of us, the pandemic being in quarantine brought a lot out in a lot of us. And I stuck in the house for that year alone, pretty much. My roommate had moved out and moved back to California. And I started listening to podcasts, which I did previously, but I really deep, went deep into listening to podcasts. And I started to notice that I really enjoy listening to podcasts, listening to the genuine um, information that I'm receiving from these individuals. And I was like, this is amazing. So as time went on, I was like, I need to find me a niche in this field so that I can find something that I also enjoy besides teaching. I, you know, love the children, but I needed something additional to that. Um, so I just started doing a lot of research and um, finding locations online where I could go and get my information, individuals that helped me. And I noticed that I found a course on podcasting. It was pretty much everything I needed. It's very hands-on. It gave me all the information I needed. And I saw that, you know, there is a world here that a lot of people aren't aware of, that that just don't know the benefit of podcasting. They can help none of your business. As an author, the stories that you tell, your story is important because it's coming from you. And the research that I did do, I noticed that in the movies, we have two series out right now that are from a podcast. These are just individual stories. They're books that people have written are telling their story as, as a podcast. And some people are doing one, two chapters, just reading in their own voice, reading their books and their story online. And in turn, the production companies are going to podcasts and finding movies. One movie is, I think it's Beyond, with Julia Roberts was in it. And that was a series. Okay. 
And that, you know, I was like, that is amazing. And so this is just another world, another avenue for others to look into. That is incredible. So why did you decide to become a podcast producer as opposed to having your own podcast? Great question. I'm actually like quite a bit. <laughs> um, be just behind the scenes. I love all the intricate parts. I love the busy work. And, um, and true, a podcast is in the works, basically how to start your own podcast. (laughs) And, um, but yes, I love the busy work. I love the behind the scenes, um, the creative side of helping that other person. I think it's from education, from always being that self-serving to other people Mm -hmm. and it's helping someone else get to the next level. Oh, I can understand that. I am a teacher at heart. So I, I get the, you know, wanting to really help others. So that's really cool. I think, well, y'all definitely let me know when your podcast is ready to go, because I would love to listen to it. Uh, Latanya, I know you came prepared with some hints and some tips and it's just some really valuable information on, you know, how authors can use a podcast. Now, a lot of our authors are actually nonfiction as opposed to fiction authors. Uh, so if you can gear it towards that, that would be awesome and amazing. Yes. What I've learned with the fiction from my own experience with podcasting, I love the, they're like the scary movie mm. um, podcast. I take a lot of road trips and I love listening to those on road trips. And when you're going down, you're on that back road, that highway, and you hear these stories. I know it's, everyone has their thing, but this just, this is my thing. And it's something about, it's all in the voice. I always say, this is your voice, your tone, and your pitch when you're telling certain stories. You have to have that tone, that pitch that grabs that listener and holds them there. And that's a lot, especially when it's just, it's a, it's a fiction book. You have to have all of those tools in your in your in your will box, in your toolkit to grab the listeners. You have to have the tone, you know, the, the tonations, everything there to grab your listeners. And that's what just from personal experience and other people that I know that enjoy fiction writers. Yeah, you can't do the Ferris Bueller yes. and talk <laughs> in the same monotone exactly. voice dragging on. exactly yeah but I think that even applies to nonfiction books like if you're Mm -hmm. going to you know I've read chapters from from my book for the podcast here and and you do have to have inflection you have to have some vocal variety you have to have you know different volumes you have to you know try to talk from your diaphragm as opposed to talk from that upper sort of nasally voice that you get I noticed I was leaning over and I was getting nasally voice so I sat back up again (laughs) (laughs) yeah body language even though you're on a microphone body language um, like you said sitting down when I'm having meetings or handle I have to project I stand up or Mm -hmm. sit up tall because if you slouch you get this you get relaxed and you sometimes you'll drift off and forget that you know you're speaking (laughs) to other people so a good standing, good chair posture is, is important. Yeah, you know, something else I've noticed too, uh, I have a very musical background. And oh. of course, in choirs and stuff like that, they taught you to overpronunciate certain uh, sounds. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, I had to have a mic with a, a screen filter because I popped every single P. 
And it was very obvious. It was, <laughs> and I never knew it. Like I couldn't hear it until my first couple of podcast episodes. And I play, and you know, my podcast mentor played it back. And I'm like, oh, okay. So that's something to be aware of. So how important is it, you know, when you're an author to sort of have that mentor coach, if you're looking to get into podcasting? Um, well, a coach in general, when you want to get to the next level is very important. Um, for me, it's the push. It gets you out of the, um, the imposter syndrome, the negative help with the negative self-talk, because, you know, we'll talk ourselves out of anything. And, um, it will actually help bring out a lot of things in you that you didn't know. Also, for me, coaches also assist um, authors with digging deeper into sometimes their childhood. And that's where your creative side is. Sometimes your pain, your trauma is your creative side. And looking at whatever that may be, that is your story. Your story, how you tell it. Never think two or three people could have had the same experience but your story is always different and unique to the next person. Mm -hmm. And, you know, someone needs to hear what you have to say. So that's my take on coaches, especially for authors, use what you have. Yeah. I checked out your LinkedIn because I know you got a lot of teaching and training in there. So when someone's thinking about starting a podcast, you had a really great tip for brainstorming. So if someone's thinking about doing a podcast, talk a little bit about the brainstorming that goes into it. And, you know, what are some of the things you need to do before you even start a podcast? Know your why. Why are you doing it? Who are you doing it for? Is it for you or is it for to assist other people? Those are huge because it's for you. It's all about you. Then if someone likes what you have to say, that's fine. But if you're there to give service and to help someone else, and to share light on whatever your topic may be, that's totally different. Then you find your why. Why do you want, do you want to help others? You want to help yourself. Those are huge. And their preparation, you need at least, um, I know for Apple, I don't think this has changed. You need to have at least three episodes scheduled before you, you can actually be aired. And you all, it's good to have a trailer. A lot of people don't do trailers, but you should have a trailer. Just a little tidbit about you. And I would say, when I'm launching a podcast, I give everyone at least 30 days, a minimum 30 days, enough time because you need your graphics, you need so many things to get prepared for that launch day. But just really think about it, write everything out, write what you want to say out, look at the words, change it up. It's like you're writing a paper, change it up, move some words around and just practice on that mic. Or if you have a mic, or if you're speaking on a computer, however you're doing it, just practice, hear your, listen to yourself. Put those headphones on, listen to yourself. And because that's what other people hear. Because when like naked voice, I know I sound different now than I do in headphones. So remember, that's the voice that everyone hear. If you're high pitched or low, whatever it may be. Some people have great vo voices. That audio is just amazing. Um, so it just flows. And we call it that radio voice. It's like smooth as silk. Yeah. So it's a lot to go into prep. But after that first launch, smooth sailing. So how many episodes do you think they should have ahead or have some idea of for ahead? Because I know when I first started, mine were going to be predominantly guests. So, you know, my mentor was like, 
before we even really get going, you know, I think I had to have 10 or 12 episodes recorded before he even really let me launch to ensure that we could at least get through the first little bit. Um, well, that's good. I always like to have three to four recorded. It depends if you're going to record weekly, if you record weekly, um, or should say put out weekly, um, at least five days in advance of each week. So you have about a month and a half to two months just written out ideas jotted down and then go from there. Now, if you're doing guests, that's different because you have to find guests. But if you're on your own, you need to have at least a month, at least 30 days or 10 episodes ready, written out for yourself because life happens. Very, 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 very true. In your opinion, the person's done this, they've got this podcast out there. How do they really start promoting it? Because, you know, it's great you've done all of this work, but if, you know, it's like kind of like Norm walking into the bar on the show Cheers. You know, I don't know if you remember that show, right? But everybody goes, Norm, right? But if you're just starting out as, as a podcaster, and I did, I think being podcasting is a great long-term uh, solution in terms of, you know, promoting your books and, and yourself. But, you know, how do you start to get people to listen to it? As you say, promote everything, continuously promote. When you have your podcast, you can also say your call to action in the middle. You can just mm -hmm. pop it in there, you know. Oh, you can also find, I have an insert for my book here, find it here, continue what you're saying. Always have it at the end, have it on your website, have it on your blog. Um, and each platform you have it on, your call to action should be on Spotify, Apple, Google, should always be there. Yeah, and so that's, there are many ways to show up. And then on your Instagram, or your Facebook, have your um, inserts, audiograms inserted in there with your call to action. So that's it's a two-way street. Yes. So any other pieces of advice for us today? Also, it's getting more popular. Not a lot of people know is monetizing your podcast. There's so many businesses right now, small business and large businesses right now are starting to promote their business on podcasts for several reasons. This research has been done that the listeners of a podcast trust their host. They trust what they're saying. So they are going to trust their product with you for their, you know, to be, to get informed for their products. But I think it was um, three out of five people will at least click on the link, at least to see what it's about. So that's a yeah. good turnaround because then the commercial will flip to the next channel or bypass commercial, walk out the room. But in a link, they'll usually click on that link. Oh, let me see what this is about. Because, yeah. and you always, nine times out of 10, whatever the product is, you have experience with that product. So it's soap. They'll know how valuable that product is to you. So that's one thing I know that's need to be tapped into more is monetizing their podcast mm -hmm. to get sponsors. Nice. Latanya, if people have enjoyed this, how can they connect with you? My email address is tanya at virtual to you. And that's virtual number two, you.com. Also, my Instagram page is Podcast Solutions because it changed. Solution is an IST, Podcast Solutions. And um, Latanya Goodgame at Facebook. Awesome. Latanya, thanks so much for being on. So this has been Latanya and Kim Thompson-Pinder on the Author to Authority podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, can I please ask you to share it out and just let the world know I work hard to make these very good episodes for you. And if you can help me out in that way, I'd greatly appreciate it. So thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the very next episode. Bye now. You've been listening to the Author to Authority Podcast. 
The Extraordinary Word Ninja, Tim Thompson Pinder, has helped over 200 entrepreneurs, professionals, speakers, and coaches write and publish their books that have become incredible marketing tools for their business. And many of those have gone on to become Amazon best-selling authors and have used their books to land high-level clients and get on big stages. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at www.author2authoritypodcast.com. See you next time.